What it do? Team no sleep. Sorry. Hold on. I gotta check something. I gotta make sure we stream into the to the right location. Cause we we got we got some things that's happening. Let me oh yes, we are, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, here we go. Let's <laughs> let's go and get focused. <laughs> when is it March twenty second? Team no yes, sleep. Sir. Tell how you living, brother. Good man. I'm blessed. You know, as usual, man. Yeah. Can't can't complain. Can't Ten complain. toes down, ready to rock and roll with it. I heard that. Check it. So I just want to make sure because we did the little, we got a chance to hook up in San Diego. Was it last week? Uh, broke yep. a little bread together and, and hung out. Did a quick promo video. We launched the Team No Sleep YouTube page. Man. Yes, sir. So we we, we didn't broke off, right? It, the, yeah. the show has gotten to, the, to a point where, look, we just need to have this conversation where it, where it needs its own home. Right. So we got Team yeah. No Sleep YouTube page. I want to make sure to put the link in the in the comment section so we can get our subscribers up there. Cause once we get to a hundred subscribers, then you know we can make it a customized name instead of just long string of characters. So we 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 growing. We growing. And yes. it's all be all because of the, the community, it's all because of folks. What's oh, what, what what's happening, Mama? Wait, she, are you working right now? Let's see. You're talking about you look bright and glowing. Let me let me put these comments right. Appreciate you for joining us. There we go. <laughs> she she's probably on break right now, right? Supposed to be working, but logged in uh-huh. no sleep. It's all good. It's all good. Uh man, we got a lot of stuff to talk about. As always, as always, right? Social impact of sport. We're going to get right into it. There are some some, some issues that we're going to need to talk about. And and we want to get everyone's opinions on them. We're just going to come out. We're going to bring the news. uh, And really, really want to hear folks' perception in terms of the stories and and what's going on. So without further ado, um, let me me get the name right. Leah Thomas. Leah Mm -hmm. Thomas is... uh, is a swimmer for Penn State out there doing doing big things, right? Winning races left and right, uh, make, making people look silly, just laughing, folks. So, shouts out to, to Leah Thomas for for what they're doing. And the reason that I put the emphasis on on what they're doing, as you probably saw here from from the title here, trans swimmer who won maybe too much. There is controversy. There's question. Leah Thomas grew up as a man. Didn't feel, feel right in their own skin. Felt the, the need to, to change who they were internally because of how they were feeling uh, mentally, psychologically, and, and, and all of that. So actually is going through hormonal changes and, and, and all of the, the, the moves to become fully female. Uh, coaches support that teammates have said they support that various agencies within the sports world have said they've state that until Leah Thomas keeps winning. So now, now she's gone from the men's side of the, of the pool to the women's side of the pool, still winning. And, and now, now you start getting, um, questions from the IOC. You start getting questions from, parents of the people that she's beating because they're, they're wondering, does she have an unfair advantage going again from tradition from originally racing on the male side to now going through hormonal changes and hormonal surgery to, to, to be a woman. 
this story is hot in the news right now. This is going to be a controversial topic. So uh, let's let's get into it. Dana, I see you. Appreciate you for joining us, brother. And I'm glad, Dana, that you're here because you can talk to maybe this story from a pro athlete's perspective, right? Again, how would you feel or have you ever been in the situation to where someone has has gone through this type of type of situation? Good to see you, sir. Glad, glad you're in the building. Hope you're feeling well. MDH is in the building. You didn't return my text this day, this morning, so I thought you were. I didn't know you if you were all right. I'm glad to see you. See you all right, Montel. Talk to us a little bit about this story. I, I gave it a high level pitch and overview. We're going to continue to go through it as we as we as we have the conversation. But again, the long and the short of it is, Leah Thomas grew up as a man didn't feel right in their skin, felt the need to change to be a female. Fine, all good. She's got the support, again, of her family. She's got the support of her team, of her coaches. But now, again, she's she's coming out of the other locker room, and she's still beating people. <laughs> so so, so now well, you start I mean, getting conversations about, about again, the we, we, fairness we of these things. Yeah, we got to be kind of honest, like, with the situation. When he, when, when he was competing as a male, as a male, he wasn't he wasn't very competitive. I mean, he wasn't on the top echelons in swing. He was, I believe he was ranked somewhere in the 400s. 400 ranked in, yeah. in in the country. Yeah, when it was there, so he wasn't he wasn't he wasn't as successful. Leah Thompson wasn't success, successful as a man swimmer, as she is gaining the success as a woman swimmer. Um, and that's that part right there, you know, kind of tells the tale. Is there an unfair advantage? And I think this is what it all comes down to: become talking about what the unfair advantage. You know, Leah Thompson was born biologically a male. You know, obviously at some point she developed as a male swimmer. And now that she changed her gender through this process, she still has those same that that muscle memory that 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 kind of built as a man swimming against women. So now we come down to is her changing her gender a by is that is that a a, a, a an advantage mm. in, in competition? And to me, it is. I mean, obviously, it, it seems that it is. I mean, uh, I feel very bad. I feel really sorry for the person that came in second place. I don't. I, I necessarily, me personally, and I'll I'll speak my me me. I don't agree with it because I do believe it's an unfair advantage. Okay. I, I truly do. I mean, it's just like uh, I, I'll quote I'll quote Dave Chappelle. If LeBron James became a transgender, and played in the WNBA, would that be a fair advantage? It wouldn't be. He would he would dominate, right? He'd dominate like no other. He'd be the greatest, you know. So so situations like this. You know, you were a man and now you became a woman and that's your prerogative. That's your own personal. That's your personal belief. That's your per, that's your personal piece that you want to be able to do. Um, but now when you go compete against people that were born a biological woman, I believe you have an unfair advantage when you're in, in the comp competition of sports. Um, and obviously, this is showing in this in this in this instant. I believe also years ago, there was a situation, the same similar situation. In junior college basketball in the Bay Area, there was a, a, a transgender that completed in basketball, and parents were in an uproar that a male, you know, a, a transgender former male now female was playing, you know, in, in women's basketball at that level, and she was dominating, and there was a big uproar about that. I, I believe that um, we have to kind of figure it out. I mean, we have to figure out when it's an unfair advantage, there has to be something done because obviously it's not an even playing field anymore. Right. You know, we we, we, we we definitely, in every sport, when there's an unfair advantage, there is a punishment. There's no difference because your gender change, it shouldn't be any difference. There's a punishment when it's an unfair advantage. 
We don't allow people to take drugs, enhanced drugs, because of unfair advantage. We don't allow people to do certain things in certain sports because of unfair advantage. Changing your gender is an unfair advantage in this in this particular comp- competition of sport. It's an unfair advantage, in my opinion. And so, let's um, say, so let me, and I, yeah. I'm gonna be devil's advocate just because that's yeah. just what I do. I mean, so I'm asking, uh, unfair advantage to who? To to the Leah. For for her, an unfair advantage or an unfair advantage? No, I think it's an unfair advantage competition. The bo- so to no, the competition. no, let's be, yeah, I'll be frank. It's an unfair, it's an unfair advantage to mm. the women that she's competing against that are biologically women yeah. from the beginning all the way in. Yeah, I just wanted to get that out. I mean, I, I feel yeah, the exact yeah, yeah. same way. I, I just wanted to not have any assumptions, right? I, I didn't want to hang yeah. up off of this call and be like, oh, no, what, what were they talking about? <laughs> let, let, let's be clear, right? Let me, yeah, let me, yeah, let I'll be crystal clear with my, with my, yeah. yeah. I, don't, I, don't, I don't mean, I don't have anything, I don't have anything that the, the, the I don't have it in the game or anything, right? It's just my opinion. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you were born a man, you were developed as a man, you were trained as an athlete as a male, mm-hmm. and now you're going to compete in women's sports. Is there's there is a difference when it comes to that kind of competition? There is a difference. As you can see, I don't know if you showed a picture of them on the podium. She's much larger than the one person that was born in the there's a biological woman. Um, she's much her muscle definition is completely different. And now, and now it's funny. You know, I know. You know, she's she's now winning. You weren't mm-hmm. winning as a man. Now you change your you changed your gender. Now you're winning as a woman, and now you want all these praises and all these things. But you're winning as an unfair advantage. So mm-hmm. I don't see why the, I, I don't I don't understand the praise. I feel me personally. I feel sorry for the person that came in second place. She's trained all her life to be in that situation. That's and, a good and, point. And, you know, you know, that's and, a good and, 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 yeah, mm-hmm. to get to that point and be successful and win the college meets. And now she gets beat by someone with the uh, as a, with the unfair advantage. Yeah. So there, there's conversation, and folks, please chime in. Right. Again, we we gonna hit these hard hitting topics. This is where we what we do social impact, and no one else is talking about this this kind of stuff. My question, as well as this, um, she's good, she's fast, but she's not as fast as like Ledecky, and she's not as fast as Franklin because there's been conversations about you know can she tie them or beat their records. She she's not to that point yet. But, you know, it, that's part of the conversation now. And should she get good enough, fast enough to where she can compete in the Olympics, right? The IOC has had kind of wishy-washy, flip-flopping type of um, uh, requirements or, or regulations for, for someone who, who comes out as trans and saying, before you can compete, you say you're trans, before you can come compete, you gotta you have to go through the genital transformation surgery you have to change your passport right you actually had to go through all of those other steps not just come out wave the flag and say you know this is me but you had to actually start going through all of that other process as well they need to figure that out but yes. again so so that that could be a whole nother separate con- and that is going to be a whole nother separate conversation yes. when the summer olympics come on and she's she's ready to compete but she's not as f- She's not winning to the to the point where she's breaking the the Ledecky type records or the Franklin type records, but the, the I, I, I don't think that matters, James. I really don't think that even okay. matters. If she's competing at that highest at the highest of the highest level, mm-hmm. um, that she can beat every woman. That's not my conversation. The conversation is the meet she's in. She has a hundred. She has an unfair advantage because she used to be a, a male now competing against other women. Yeah, you know yeah. that are at that level. It's just now. Will this be this would be this would even be a conversation if she came in second or third place because the person that came in fourth place should have been in third place and been on the podium it, because wow. she has an unfair advantage. Mm-hmm. The bottom line is, it, it, you know that that part, all that's the where she places and how how great she be, how great 
Lee Thompson becomes as a swimmer or as a, as a woman center or as a transgender swimmer, to me, is irrelevant. If you're competing against women and you have that unfair advantage, then I don't think you should be able to compete. You should be able to compete against other transgender women. That's why we have the sports that way. We have male competing against males and women competing against women because it gives them more of a, le- a level playing field. Yeah, because you know I mean? really, there's really no intramural <laughs> at, at at this highest level of competition. No. There, there really is no co-ed teams out there, right? Um, but, no, there's no co-ed teams in there, and I, and I and I understand there's no transgender league or there's no transgender yeah. meets or anything like that. I, I'm not I'm not ignorant to the fact that that's that's the case. But when we come to competition like this, where it really puts something on the line. You know, the, everything based on sports that we know is we try to eliminate the unfair advantage. Mm. Whether it be football, basketball, baseball, whatever sports you're doing, we try to eliminate the unfair advantage so everybody's on an equal playing field and you, the better athlete, wins. The best yeah. athlete wins in that, in that part. In this case and scenario, there's a gender. You know, we're talking about the gender now, the gender, the gender swap thing, and now is well now I guess you're saying is a male is a male athlete more dominant than a woman athlete? Well, I mean, if we just go by times and stuff like that, yes, they have been in these kind of races. You know, Mark Phelps swims faster than than the fastest woman. Yeah, the right. fastest male time is better than the fastest woman. Yeah. So this person right here is a former male who was not successful, not successful. He wasn't winning as a man. He changes his gender, and now we're here. And he's starting to become very successful as a transgender swimming amongst women. My qu- my question is, okay, even though you transgender into a woman, how come you can't swim at the male competition against that competition? So is well, you were, so, you were, okay. You, so instead of switching over and going on on the women's side, having him stay yeah. on on the okay, interesting. Okay. On the male side, I mean, he would be he would still be successful, and I mean, he would probably contest more on a woman now. How come I can't do it with women? I don't, and I don't care about that stuff. That stuff that's for the courts. And that's for pub- people's public opinion. That's My opinion. That's actually, hold on, man. That's actually an interesting yeah. perspective that I never thought about. Just because you, and, and look, I'm, I'm, we probably, I'm probably, I'm probably, and we probably going to get some hate mail, but that's all right. We got thick skins and that's all right. But just because you feel a different way internally and good for you, go, go do what you got to do, make, make the changes or whatever. But yes. the way the way you came on this planet is one way. So we got you designated this way. You started out this route. So as opposed to rightfully so unfairly putting you into another league, another class, another another race, rate racing on the other side, keep you where you are. You still be who you are, Leah, mm-hmm. but you just continue to train, get better, uh, practice. Let's talk about practice. Do do all of that as 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 a male with the male team. Yes, that's an interesting point, and I don't. I don't know if that simple comments. I'm gonna call it common sense. That that conversation has happened yet because everyone wants to be politically right, politically correct, and do what's best for. I'm gonna say the larger swath of society and say let's make sure that Leah Thomas is taken care of. Let's make sure that the sport is taken care of. The school is taken care of, and let's just. Go ahead and let her swim with the with with the ladies with the, with the women's team, right? Because I think folks yeah. are, are I think what's happening is folks are saying that that's the easier route to go as opposed to just dealing with well, what's right in front of us. Again, again, but why are we why do we always have to go the easy route? No, I'm not and saying it's right. I'm, I'm, I'm not saying that's right. Yeah, no, yeah, don't get me wrong. I mean, I'm compassionate. I have a compassion for Leah Thompson. I'm sure 
she's dealing with whatever she has to you know she has to deal with in this transformation right yeah. you come from becoming a man in the morning we're coming from a man to a woman and dealing with all the things that come with that yeah i get i get it but that doesn't negate the fact that when it comes to now to a competitive when we're in a competitive situation or when a situation where you're supposed to where the playing field is supposed to be equal you have an unfair advantage and no one's talking about that you're you have an unfair advantage let's be, let's be honest it's being a man and now you're swimming as a woman yeah that's like you know, that's like in anything. That's like you that's know, like, was that's that like, like, saying, was that like Bruce hey, Jenner, uh, you know, who tried to run for governor over here. Y'all, y'all remember Bruce well, Jenner? Well, that's, that's that's a political. But see, that's a political thing. That's no, a, no, no that's, I'm that's, just talking, I'm just saying yeah, his name and, and political. political yeah, yeah, that's an opinion thing. I'm not talking about on the outside. And you walk around, you can be whatever you want to be and do what you want to do. It should be treated like and have basic human rights and treat things. Mm. But now we're coming to a situation where we're going into sport, where we're going to competition, and the thing is to eliminate unfair biases and unfair. Unfair advantages. In this case, no one wants to say it. They don't want to address the elephant in the room. Yeah, but you come have on now. Come on now. To be a I'm, I'm, I'm trying, to pull, back, I'm trying to pull off the bandaid and and get somebody's reaction. Yeah. But what's what's interesting yeah. is a lot of folks are kind of agreeing with us in terms of what we're saying. And I like what uh, Melanie is saying. I'm glad Leah's smashing records because if she wasn't, it wouldn't. It could be defended. But the point has been proven. It is unfair. Uh, agree. It's all an unfair advantage. Speaking as a woman, we hate that men are biologically stronger physically, but it's a reality. And and again, mm-hmm. it's we're we're not saying and appreciate you for saying that, Mel. Right? Again, we're not, we're not saying is is negative, bad, or, or or trying to demean or anything of that nature. Look, I, I always say, look in my house, look, I, I I wear the pants, but my wife holds the belt, right? <laughs> right? So she's stronger than me from from that perspective, an equal playing field from that perspective. But yeah, when when you look at body composition when you, when you look at bone density when you when you look at uh muscles and tendons and, and just just that perspective that anatomy perspective right there the overall physical makeup is just different it's I mean, different it's, just, it's, it's different so, so with that being said that unfair advantage is unfortunate in the sports you know i'm and let's 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 just not duck the conversation people are afraid to talk about it because she's transgender and want to give a pass they want to give a pass because so, they don't yeah, want to deal. That, that's they, what I was talking about. They, do right. not, they, they don't want to deal. They don't want to deal with the backlash. They mm-hmm. want to say, "Oh, just ignore that part." You can't ignore that part because the other eleven people that are competing and work their behind off that are biologically women don't have that same advantage mm-hmm. of having that male makeup, that physical makeup to compete. Yeah. So, so yeah, absolutely right. They have every right to be angry and be mad about it. And it's not angry at the fact that they're mad at her because she won. It's mad at the fact that she had an unfair advantage. Coming to the competition. I mean, come on, man. I mean, we got to be honest at some point and quit. And yeah, exactly. It's BS. It's Mel, BS. Mel comes straight, brother. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's, just, it's BS. And no, and no one wants to say anything about it because they want to be politically correct and they don't want to hurt anyone's feelings. Hey, I'm sorry, but you, but you're, it's okay to hurt, hurt those other 11 women's feel, feel, uh, feelings that lost yeah. in that competition that's been training all the life. That's okay to hurt their feelings and those parents and the investment their parents put in them mm-hmm. to get to that point and do all that stuff. And now that's okay to help hurt them, but it's not okay to hurt this one person that made a made a personal choice to change their body makeup and now compete. It's not if you. We can't hurt that person. We can't say anything bad about that person because that's that's just taboo. We can't do that. We have to be. We we have to accept the fact that hey, it used to be a man that I want to consider. I don't. I don't believe in that philosophy. I believe in the philosophy, man. We need to just address the elephant in the room and talk about it, and come to a medium. And no one's coming to a medium to talk about it. It's unfair for transgender males to go compete in women's sports. 
Bottom line. It's kind of and period. that's in every sport. <laughs> in, in the conversation, that's in every right? sport. Yeah, and just like, I don't, there, there's not, and, you know, I, I hope ESPN and all of them they pick it up and talk about it. It's unfair advantage, whether they want to believe it or not, whether they don't want to be political or not, whether they don't want to get black backlash from LGBT or whatnot. You got to speak in truths, man. At some point about the same situation, it's unfair. Uh, Jenner didn't do that. He completed as a male, and it was successful as a male athlete. Yeah, great. And then he decided to change his gender later on. This person's agenda changes gender now in the in the in the, in the spirit of, in the spirit of when they're in co their collegiate sports, and now they're competing at that level, and they just have that super un, unfair advantage. You could already say, like I said, as a male, he was ranked four hundred and something. 72, I believe. That was the number. 462 or something like that amongst college and college swimmers. Now you come all the way over to women's sports and you're ranked in the top 10. You know what I mean? I mean, come on, man. I mean, that's not just not fair. That's just not fair. And like I said, your failures as a male athlete doesn't give you the right to go compete in women's sports and become a success just because you changed your gender. That, that I don't think that's right at all. Brother, so, you, you're hitting on all cylinders right now. I'm going to put two comments up. One just had me laughing while you were talking. But, hey, Tony, appreciate you for the comments. and glad you were on the show last time as well. But you said exactly what I said a few minutes ago, right? All transgender competition should be from the same, the way that they uh, started, male or female. And, and Melanie is saying, look, this, this is one rant, one tangent. From from Mr. Montel Allen that she can get behind. So, <laughs> but think about this. What's interesting, and and you made a statement about should ESPN or Fox or somebody pick this up. I just did a search while you were talking. No sports network has picked this up. That story was from the New Yorker, folks. And looking at all yeah. these other posts uh, that I just did a search for Leah Thomas, it's New York Post, NBC News, The Hill, NBC News, New York Post. So. No Fox Sports, Fox News, no ESPN, no CBS Sports. No one's talked about this since it came out. Well, it's been out for a while, but since it kind of hit the, the major uh, conversations when, when she did her, her, her last interview. So that's a shame as well for those, lo those avenues and those venues where people go to get this type of information should be getting this, this, this type of context. Oh, I just why, think, why, I just is this, why is this story not being shared on, on, on the major sports networks? Why are they only talking about, and we're going to talk about it too, the, the Deshaun Watson stuff or the Colin Kaepernick stuff or the anything of that nature. But this, I think, is a messy story because no one has an answer for it yet, which is why no one else is talking about it. But, but again, you just said, why do we have to have an answer for it? You know, we, don't, we can solve the answer or have the answer. No, for but, it but no, no one's discussing. Everyone's making, in my opinion, my, everyone's making the assumption that it's just going to get swept under the rug, as opposed to addressing it and having the conversation about it by saying, "Leah, you're swimming with the guys. Make it, make it said and done." No, no one's coming out and just saying that, putting that that stake in the ground and saying, "This is how it is. This is how it's going to be." Everyone has to Monday, Monday quarterback it, it like like we're doing right, and still and still have conversations one and two weeks after the original story broke. Right? Why? Why can't I, the school come out and say something? Why can't the NCAA just come out and say this is how it's going to be moving forward? And end of the case. In the I mean, well, we know we know why they don't want to come out and just say it because they don't want to be sued. Let's let's just keep it just keep it one hundred percent real. <laughs> no one wants to be sued. You know, no one wants to have that conversation to be sued, or no one wants to say, "Hey, you're defending my character, or you're depriving," and and, and go to through this whole, you know, whatever legal legal mumble jumbo that they have to go through for for that. But I, I'm 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 very real with myself, and I'm going to be real. I think that's just an unfair 
it's unfair that they get to compete in that in that in that arena. Because like I said, we're always appeasing that one person, you know, because they, they got a different makeup instead of what about appeasing those eleven other women that lost in that race? Yeah. You know, they worked hard. Their families invested so much money in them to get to that point for them to have success as well. And now it's taken away. Yeah. And I'm not saying Leah Thomas is not working hard, but I'm just sorry you have an unfair advantage with your with your biological makeup in order to compete in that realm. It's just like we'll use your thing in baseball. It's like, man, if, if you took Randy Johnson and you went to go pitch softballs to softball, the speed is completely different. Yeah. You know what I mean? He throws, he throws 100, 110 miles per hour. And I think there's only like maybe one or two women softball players that throw that much. He yeah. throws that much all the time. So it's just an unfair advantage, man. And we, we, the thing with sports is the one thing we love. I think we love always love about sports. We always know that that unfair advantage is somehow there's always been trying to be removed so we compete on a, co- compete on an even playing field. Yeah, talk about that. Yes, sir. Yep. That's why. That's why we play sports. That's why it's so dynamic. That's why we watch the, the tournament right now. You know why we watch the tournament right now? Because we got these small schools in here beating because of unfair advantage. There is no unfair advantage. No, we're we getting in the tournament. That's five when players get the court. You're that's five players get the court. And the first person, the guys that make the most bucket win. It's a, it's a, it's more of a fair advantage. So we see the St. Petersburg's making to the Sweet 16s over the bigger schools, you know, over the USC's and over these other big schools because there's that unfair advantage is removed. It's removed. And when I, and that's the part of competition that we love and sports we love. This situation with Lynn Thomas, I, I, like I said, I, I'm glad she's winning. I'm glad she's, she's you know, actually going to become a face and become an advocate for being transgender and competing transgender sports. But the bottom line, at the end of the day, you have an unfair advantage competing against other women and now you're you're you becoming ranked in all these other good things. Your accolades are becoming because you have an unfair advantage, not because of all the hard work wow. and everything you put in. You correct, know, I don't think accolades because, have, because, have asterisks. And, and this is what I say this way. If yeah. you put in the hard work and everything you were that great, you would be doing the same thing in the male competition. You would be competing in this male because you were a male. You were a man. You were at that at that level, you were you were the four hundred four one of the four top four hundred. Mm-hmm. That's a great accomplishment in itself, but that's where you were at. Now you come over to women and you're now in the top 25 or top 10 of where you're in college swimming now. Obviously, there's a difference and there's the unfair advantage. And no one wants to say the elephant in the room. The reason being is because you used to be a man. I'll say it. You say I'll say it. We'll say it. But, you know, there is one thing that, that is that is true about this whole thing. Uh, I can't throw one to hand either. I, I, can't do that. <laughs> I know, I know. I'm just, I'm just trying to prove a point, but I got you. I understand. Yeah. I, I, I try, but that, that's that's amazing, man. That, that's a good point. And uh, typically, right, many many weeks pass. We'll stream. I'll go to the gym late at night. I'll turn on ESPN radio, and I'll hear them talking about identical the story that we talked about. If I hear ESPN talking about this tonight, after after all the time that the story has already been out, I, I know we got we got a rat in the room. You know, somebody is is somebody needs to chip in some sponsorship or something because because again, we're the only ones really. And I, and I've done my research from a social impact sport recording perspective that have talked about this particular story and have said how we truly feel about it and, and and probably what really needs to happen in terms of what not just Penn State, NCAA, sporting overall, 
parents on both sides just just need to go out. Someone someone still needs to say what we are saying. It it has to be said as opposed to be implied and assumed. That's just how society is. But someone has to come out and say, Leah, shouts out, congratulations on what you're doing, but you're gonna have to go back over there and get into the other pool and then swim with. Swim with swim with Tony Davis and swim with uh, you know Montel out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my that's my my, my opinion. Or you no. know you have to create a lane. That you have to create their own lane. Where if there is enough mm. transgender women swimming, you need to have that that competition with them. Yep, yep. I, I just don't believe you. I, I don't believe you can go over to this thing and 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 really rave and be and, and, and praise your success over here with your with the unfair advantage. That's like that's like when we you know competition. There's a 16 year old playing Pop Warner against 12 year olds. Unfair, unfair advantage. You can't do that, man. You just can't have those those advantages when we're supposed to be playing on an even tilt in mm. in, in the land of sports. And let's be awful. Let's be let's let's, let's even take another one. I, I'm tired of everybody saying we should we should all we're all treated the same. We're not. We are not treated the same mm-hmm. in no yeah. form or fashion. It's good to believe that utopian thought. Hey, we're all treated the, we're treated equal, we're treated the same. That's not the case. At work, we're not treated the same. The person that has ten years experience is, is treated different than the person. That's new. The person that sits in the corner is treated treated different than the person that's in the office. Yes, sir. We are not treated the same in no level in no level of anything that we do in our in our professional world. Now we're treated the same when it comes to we're supposed to have benefits and the commonality things. Yes, that's our we're supposed to be treated the same when it comes to respect. Absolutely. But when it comes to performance and your output and what you do at your at your job, we are not treated the same. That's true. She's at her yeah. job. Mm. She's at her job, mm. and when and when you do things with unfair advantage and you cheat at your job, you know what happens in the real world outside of sports? You get fired. <laughs> you about to lose your job. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> just, just really, when you do something outside of your realm to give yourself an advantage, uh, trade secrets or whatever it may be, however, you, whatever you do, you do something outside of the realm of your your job that is deemed that is an unfair advantage, which we take training all the time, James, in our job about yes, unfair treatment, which you're not supposed to do. When you do something outside of that. That's grounds for termination. This person has an unfair advantage in this in the thing she's competed in and her job or what she's doing. I'm not, I don't, I'm not saying termination. I think they need to find an alternative or have her compete or have Lee Thompson compete back with the males where her biological makeup is at. I think that would be fair because I don't think it was fair to those other 11 women that lost and and and, and don't have a chance to, you know, and not being able to compete at that level just because of a physical makeup. Correct. Because of the difference of a physical makeup. Yeah. I agree. I I do. I agree a hundred percent. I just, I, I purposely wanted to drag the conversation out because I wanted to hear just, and you know, be, be the doubting Thomas, right. Just, just have the conversation. And I'm, I'm glad we did. And hopefully folks are getting some clarity. Um, I'll, we'll find out tonight if ESPN uh, picks up on this story. Tony was asking, can someone check and see if an African-American male tried this before at women's basketball? He thinks it was tried before, but wasn't acceptable. Not, not sure. It's a interesting question, Tony. I'll, uh, take a look at that. And maybe we'll 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 revisit that next time. All right, man. Let's let's get on to the next story. I'm surprised you brought up a a story about baseball. Yeah, you you threw me <laughs> off on this baseball story. So I, I know I got some Cubs fans in the room here. So shouts out to them. Uh, let's talk about this. Yeah, the Otani rule. This man is, this is the new Bo Jackson, right? Because Otani, so he he's pitcher for um, 
angels, right? For the for the angels. What, what, what you know about? Come on now, you don't know about. Come on, man. Let me let's let it marinate. You know, I I, I, come, <laughs> I come out with the with the drama. Picture for the angels, Anaheim Angels. Shouts out to the Halos. The man is is is, is madness behind the, on on the mound, right? He can throw hundred miles an hour like it's nobody's business. But uh, not only can he pitch well, but you give a, you put a bat in his hand. And he's uh, he's got a high slugging percentage as well. So more and more folks are going to see him hit home runs every time he gets up to bat. He, like, he's a huge specimen. Uh, he's six something. He's taller than me. Obviously, weighs more than me as well. But the man is is just a dual threat on the mound and at the plate. So the now is a Otani rule that says that the pitcher can stay in the game and serve as a DH if if uh, the manager chooses to do that. So yeah. because this man has changed the game so much just in his play, in his performance, and what he's – and the – I'm going to say what, what he's bringing to the game, right, Get, getting folks to come and watch this game, which you – find boring but now you got you got a dual threat you got a guy on the mound and a guy at the plate who can not only throw 100 miles per hour but he can also hit 400 some feet he can stay in the game after he's done pitching and still serve as a, as a dh and this is a new rule that has just come out of arbitration out of the uh, owners meetings that's going to be in place for at least the next five um collective bargaining conversation. So it's going to be in place for a little while, but talk a little about this, what you think this young man coming into the league from Japan, got a rocket for an arm and got just biceps that can hit a ball 422 feet anytime that he wants to. And now the entire game has shifted for him. Is he the face of baseball? Because he has been able to change this entire dynamic. That's one question. And uh, yeah. does this make you more interested in the game in and of itself? Because now you got someone who you've paid to see, you know, he's pitching, but okay. You know what? After four and a half innings, maybe when he, when he's done, he can't throw that smoke anymore. We know he's still going to be at least out there behind the plate. Talk to me a little bit about that. Yeah. I, I think there's, there's, yeah, I think he is one of the faces of baseball. Obviously I think the rule now gives them, a, it gives them a situation where, they can keep one of the better athletes on the on the field, mm-hmm. you know, as far as either hitting or pitching. And if he gets full pitching, he can still hit. And I think that's a good thing because now he can come in and if he's pissed off about his game, he's pitching, he can really concentrate on hitting and getting the ball out there. And I believe pitchers are changing in that realm. I think he's one of the great ones. I think the young prospect Hunter Green in Cincinnati, mm-hmm. who's also a hitter and, and, and also going to be a pitcher. The lefty, lefty. I think he's going to be a guy that's going to be able to go do, ahead, do things. Go ahead, brother. He's talking. Go ahead, but I'm just, I'm yeah, just. Yeah, yeah, I, mean, I mean, I know. Look, I'm, I'm doing my research yes, on that, but I know Hunter Green. Hunter Green is a guy that I mean, he was hitting really good in Triple A ball, as well as as well as a pitcher. So I think now that's the new dynamic that's going to go in baseball. You, and I think that might be one of the requirements. If you're a great pitcher, we need you to be able to hit, especially now the DH rule is going to be applied across Major League Baseball. It's not going to just be in, yes. in the American League. Yes. So now with that being now with that, um, I think it does a couple of things and I think it's a fair one, it saves it saves owners on money. I don't have to just go get a hitter. My pitcher can hit. I don't <laughs> just have to go find a hitter, right? They're just coming and hit. That those days are I think are kind of be gone. You have to be a person that's gonna contribute on the defensive side as well. Because now we have pitchers that are able to get up on the mound and do their things and, and pitch. Um I, I believe Ohani's gonna be the guy he's setting tone 
I think I think over in Japan it's it's it's, it's a norm where the pitchers hit very very well, um, and not and not not anomaly like it is in the United States. Right. I think that's going to open the doors for more Japanese players to come in. It makes the game more international. And then two, I think now we're going to see guys like Hunter Green and these upcoming prospects that can hit the pitch at the same time to be able to come in and do their thing and showcase their talents on both sides to become megastars in the game. So does it make me watch the game more? I don't know if it makes me watch the game right now, but it does make it makes it more interesting to say, like, wow, we're going to see now the best athlete never leave the field. He doesn't have to leave yeah. the, the, the baseball field at all. Or one of the best – I shouldn't say the best athlete, but one of the better athletes. One, one, one of the better ones. So, so next time yeah. I'm in San Diego and the Padres are playing – I'm gonna take you to a game. I'm gonna make you sit through the whole three hours. But let me let me let me think about this too as well. Baseball is the only major sport where it's been up until this point expected that one of the best players on the field only plays one side of the ball, only plays offense, yep. the pitcher, right? What? Yeah, come on, and Hawk Dana's here. I, you know, Dana's got to skate both ways, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Basketball, football, well, except for football because they're out there crushing each other. But, but again, you think about it. Why in baseball has it been always assumed, you know, like Melly was saying, that the pitcher has to suck and can't be able to, to hit the ball out there, right? And she's talking about, you know, remember when baseball players were fat and out of shape, like the mm-hmm. direction baseball is going of actually being an athlete, being out Absolutely. there. Absolutely. Because as you're, look, every kid, Growing up, played baseball, obviously was, was out there wanting to play either catcher, first base, or pitch. If you didn't play mm-hmm. those positions, you played any other positions, you did the best that you could, but you made sure that you hit. But you knew both sides of the ball. You knew both sides of the game. Why now when they're making these multi unrestricted contracts, right, because you get paid more in yeah. baseball than you do in anywhere else, or you now only have to play half of the game or four and a half innings of the game. This this just makes sense, man. This, I think, is going to be uh, appealing to maybe not folks that are completely out of the game because, again, from the, the, the length of time of a game, again, three hours is, is a long time for the most part, and seeing some of the other things that they're trying to bring in, like the pitch clock, uh, you know, I mean that that I, I don't like that. I do like the, the the DH across the entire league, and I I like what Otani is doing has done ever since he's come in. How he's weathered even the storm of some 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 racial issues about him playing and coming over, and the fact that he doesn't speak English and yeah. and, and having the kind of conversations about that. Like, come on, man, he's out there to play baseball and he's so, doing a fantastic job. They're changing so, the rules. The one, for part, the one part of the conversation I, or the one part of the article I didn't I didn't quite understand it. Maybe you can shed some light on it. Um, him, can he be a DH without pitching in the game? Like, can he be the designated DH and, and not pitch that day in the game and be and still be a DH for another game? Because if he's hitting that, but the way he was hitting it last year, which was hot, which was very high in the slugging percentage, especially in positions of scoring, why can't he be the DH every night? And and does that does that also mean wear and tear on his arm? You know, coming you know pitching pitching later on down the line with him DHing uh, more often than just the games he's, he's pitching it. That's a good point. And, and I wonder, we'll, we'll take a look at the rules on that. But as I said right here, under the new rules, uh, Otani will be able to remain in the game as a DH no matter how long he lasts on the mound. So right. they'll, they'll put him on account. You, you, you've got to, right? You've got to take care yeah. of paying for the arm. But you're paying for the arm. Yeah, yeah. But what about games he's not on the mound? He's still, I mean, he's a really good hitter. He, I mean, he's, he, can, he can go. So what about the games he's not on the mound? Can he still contribute to the game by being a DH? 
that, that, that's third person question. looking in right now, I would say yeah, because uh, that that's just another position that's on the on the on the field on the roster. But again, you're the Anaheim is paying for that arm. They're not necessarily paying True. for anything else. So they're going to protect his ability to throw that fastball and that curveball more, I think, than they're going to pay for him hitting home runs. I I, I just again that that's where I, his I, bread I, is but I agree with you. I do agree with you. Until this man until he starts hitting 25, 31 runs. He was in the home run derby. No, hey, he was in the home run derby as a pitcher, which blew me away, right? And I I was cheering for this man. Let me tell you, if he had – yeah, everyone watched the home run derby for this guy, not for anyone else. That's that's crazy. But but, but, but now, but now, he's going to get more tips at bat. Good point, man. He's going to get more tips to go in. I'm saying, does that put him in – does that put him in a different category? Because, like I said, if he's not pitching that day, but yet – He's still swinging, and he hits a home run in the game he's not pitching in. Oof. And he starts to get more bats, and he starts to get more comfortable with the game and, and starts throwing the pitches and being successful. As a hitter, does that change Does that change the perception now? Because I'm telling you, Hunter Green, it's just that he's, he, he's a younger version of this guy. Yeah, He was a, a high school phenom. He went straight from high school to the, the, the majors. He, I know he's, he's been a great hitter in, in all of the – Single A, Triple A, Double A, whatever he played. Now he's going to the majors, and now with this rule, I'm saying guys like that coming in, are they going to change the way the game is looked at from a pitcher standpoint? Because if you're a pitcher, you can hit really, really well. Mm-hmm. I don't see why you just can't be the DH all the time. <laughs> Man, they're going to be scheming for Otani as opposed to that. That, that is that. That's... But is that a disadvantage? That's not a disadvantage, right? If he can, if he it's can, not a disadvantage it, to the he, Angels, for sure, right? Yeah, it, it's, if, he's a pitcher, if he's a pitcher and you know he can hit 25 home runs a year and, and bat close to 300, why is that so wrong for him to be a batter? Because those are what batters do. And those are what, that's what a successful batter does. If he's, pitching anywhere close, if he's hitting anywhere close to 300 and can get you 20 home runs, we call that a Hall of Fame career if you can do that throughout your career. Wow. Look, within this article is an interesting segue that I was going to talk about, right? So has Otani kind of set the bar too high for future two-way players, right? Is he making the mark That's what for I'm what's to come? He's going to be the or standard. Or is he going to break is a he... new ceiling? Ooh. Is he breaking a new ceiling? I don't say he's breaking that. Is he breaking a new ceiling? Is, he, is, it, is this going to be the new athlete of baseball? I don't think we would mind that, to be honest with you. His, his, from, from what I've seen yeah, I, from I interviews and his character and just his work ethic, getting out there and getting it done, and obviously, as we're talking about his stats, his stats speak for it. So the numbers yeah. don't lie, right? He, he's out there doing yeah. what he needs to do when when he's out there on on the field. So that could that could be that could be a very interesting thing to see. So I, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be watching Angels quite a bit next season and to see what's going on because culturally. Uh, from athletic ability, mm-hmm. again, being able to play Melody, both sides, he's breaking a new ceiling. This is huge. Yeah, he's breaking a new ceiling. I don't think he's. Come on through, Mel. Look, look. look. Hey, if you, huh? Mel probably got a Tito's in her hand. Look, come on through. You, you, you know the keys to the front door. Come on the show right now if you want to. Don't, don't be bashful. Uh, you, you got the key. I'll send you the link if you, if you lost it. But you got the keys to the front door. This, I, this is going to be real good to see. This, this is a good feel good story because. This is yes, Tito. Mm, there you go. Right, it's Tito's time. Um, and because I don't think anyone really expected this, we probably expected someone else to be that game-changing 
altering scheming for player. But this guy just came, showed up, practice, showed up to the games, did his work, put in put in the time, still really early on in, in his career as well. And it's just again doing the Bo Jackson thing. Just I, I call it the Bo Jackson but, thing, but playing both sides of it. You don't you don't you don't but now that you said it, this gives me even another perspective on it. This prolongs his career as a major league baseball player as long as he can hit. Wow. When the arm is noodle and the arm can't yeah. throw anymore, yeah. and the arm can't do it, he can become a professional DH person. As long as he can still hit that ball at that at a, at a higher rate, yeah. this prolongs his career. So mm. the Tommy John surgeries and all that stuff that normally would either eliminate someone's career or take them out of baseball or really put them way way to the back trying to work their way up, this gives him, I think, another opportunity to, to have a longevity in his career. Because, if he, like I said, if he can continue to hit at a higher rate and hit home runs, I don't see any reason why he's not playing almost every night or every other night before he has to pitch, because he's he's an instant offensive kind of guy on your on your team, and everybody knows you got to have bats, you got to have guys that yeah. can hit, hit the ball. If he's better than the other nine that you got in there, he needs to be put in that situation where he can bat. No, no disagreement from me. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just liking this new overlay I put together right before the show. You know, <laughs> so I'm, I'm liking the, the way we lined up here. I, I didn't have our names lined up yet, but I'm, I'm liking this little, this little effect we got. Me, okay. Yeah. See, like, like a squirrel, man. I, I can't pay attention to with, with too many it's things. All at one time. It's all good. It's all good, man. But this is a good thing. This is a good thing. I, I love the fact that this is happening. Maybe again, this will get you out to a game. Uh, oh, just do the Padres and the Angels play? Oh, let's hold on. Yeah. Uh, I think they play interleague play. All right. I'm coming back for that game. And we me and you going. Peanuts are on me. Gotcha. I'm with you. Quit messing with me. Quit messing with me. All right. We got uh I, I, I hinted at this earlier during some random rants that I talked about, but Colin Kaepernick is in the news again. And it's a good thing. Right, Cap's out there. He's out there putting in some work. He he's out there staying in shape. He's out there. Shouts out to the folks to the subscribe and appreciate you that. I, I got to do something with that widget though. I don't like that popping up in the middle of the screen, but we appreciate you. Uh, he's had two great workouts with. I, I know he's worked out with the uh, Seahawks. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he's worked out with the Saints as well, or he's worked out at least with some of the receivers for for New Orleans. Uh, but. Listen, coach over at, at in Seattle has saying, let's 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 take a look at him one more again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and and Cap is uh look, regardless of what you think about the the man, the myth, the legend, or what he stands for, what he stood for, what he kneeled for, all that stat sheet, numbers, he was one play away from winning the Super Bowl. The man can steal ball and and seeing him in his in his uh, training sessions, he still got some steps, right? And to hear elite athletes that are in the league right now saying Colin can still come out here and compete for a starting job. What do you think about this, man? Because because again, this now I, I wondered if this is now his next season, right? Now now with so much movement that's happening within mm-hmm. the league, a lot of quarterbacks moving back and forth. We'll talk about Deshaun here in a minute. You know the fact that uh, you know a lot, a lot of the quarterbacks have either retired or transitioned on. Russell's over in Denver now. And there's a good spot for for him in Seattle because uh, you mm-hmm. know Coach Carroll loves him. Yep. He's he's called him back twice to come come work out with the crew. What, what do you think about this, Colin Kaepernick wearing uh, number seven in Seattle? I, I, okay, I got two folds. Come and on, I'm, 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 I'm going to play my folds on it. So my first fold, as an athlete, as a player, as a competitor on the field, 
I'm all for it. I yeah. deserve, I think he deserves a chance. If he if he's if he's better than what you're bringing into camp, I would hope I hope he gets signed and he can compete. I'm ha- I'm happy that he's still out there, and still following his dreams, and he's doing he's doing it the right way. He's out there, he's he's competing, mm-hmm. he's working out with the receivers, and they and they're giving him praises and everything. That's the great thing. Now let's flip the other side of the coin. You know, Colin Kaepernick called the NFL, you know, slavery. Um, mm-hmm. said a lot of bad things about him and. It's kind of it's a contradictory message. Like you call them slavery and you call this stuff, but yet you want to go work for them again. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about the NFL as a whole, mm-hmm. you know. And I can't take credit for that. Charlamagne, the guy, he kind of was having like a discussion on one of his shows, and I was listening to it, and he brought that same point of people just like that's the contradictory kind of part for like you 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 bash the NFL so bad, you you, you call them out on the racist the racist ways, you call them out on all these situations, but yeah, you want to go back now, you want to go back in and get another paycheck from the same people. So the, the the that part with Kaepernick is that wishy-washy part with me is kind of it doesn't it's not settling with me. Mm-hmm. Like how does that work? How's that gonna work for you? Because you know, let's be honest, if you if you do get a job in the NFL, you know, all lights are gonna be on you, everybody's gonna be flashing cameras on you. What messages are gonna come out? And as much as I don't agree with the way that the NFL does things. You can't badmouth the people that's paying you your checks. You can't <laughs> you, you're not the, the owner. That's right. You're not the yeah. owner, right? Yeah. 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 You can't. You you can't do that, and you can't put that situation out there. The athlete, Colin Kaepernick. Yeah, I want to see. I want to see him do his thing and get back out there and go. The social, the social part of Colin Kaepernick and the social inter, inter, intertwines that he has and things he's been doing and saying. It it's it's like you are a hero. You are the martyr to kind of bring up to spark this stuff. And now you're going to back to work for the man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's he's kinda, talking, he's, he's really, contradicting himself, right? He's, yeah, he's, he's really, coming it's, yeah, it's contradictory kind kind of. So I don't know where I sit with that. Um, I'm I'm sure I'll support him. I mean, I you know, if he gets the opportunity, I hope I hope wish him much success. But I mean, that's just such a that's a, a super mixed message, you know, that you're sending. That's like saying, Hey, you know, I'm not for police brutality, but yet I'm gonna go become a cop. And I'm gonna join the guys that were beat, you know, that beat me up. You know what I mean? Yeah. It just it doesn't resonate that way. It doesn't resonate that way. And I, I think this tarnishes. And I'm gonna be real. This tarnishes his le- his legacy. I think if he does go back in the NFL, I really does because I think he set a tone where he didn't take no, he didn't take their stuff. He's like a Jim. Brown. He's like our version of Jim Brown. Wow. Okay. You know. Okay. He was a guy that was in the NFL. He was pretty much his thing. He got blackballed. He stood up for what he meant and he kept going with him despite what was going on. And he still was able to have success even after the NFL, being successful. Kind of like Jim Brown, he you know very controversial figure. When he was with the Browns, he stood up for political his political rights and mm-hmm. his political beliefs. He kind of got exercised out of the lead, even though how great he was. But he kept going on. Colin Kaepernick kind of falls in that category for me, and I think his legacy is strong right now. Saying, "Hey, he fought against the, the giant, and he won. He pretty he won. You know, he stood up what he believed in. He took a knee." Um, now everybody understands why he takes the knee, and everybody's kind of even if you don't agree with it, you understand why. Um, and now to go back to the people that kind of oppressed you is kind of that it doesn't sit well with me, and I think it, it will hurt his legacy in the end. I do believe it will. So will it hurt his legacy? And, and I, I hear what you're saying. Will it hurt his legacy if he comes back and doesn't align himself with a team that has an opportunity to win? Right, he comes in and is in. Cleveland Browns type of uh, rankings, right? Just just doesn't win, unfortunately. Or does it hurt his legacy from the fact that, again, he was up there high in the mountain 
waving the flag, waving the banner, kneeling and saying these things. But like, like you said, now he wants to come back and work for this organization. Do, do you think he's trying to, and again, this is me devil's advocate, just asking yeah, questions. Yeah. Do you think that he wants to come back in and try to work with the players union players association and try to make some positive change? Do you think day one, when he comes back and he's got a uniform on, he's going to kneel again? I mean, what what kind of what kind of change from a social perspective do you think he can bring, or is it just he's hungry to suit him up and get back out there on the field? That's the thing I don't know. That's the part that I'm struggling with. I don't know what social change he can go in there and make. You know, let's be honest with you. He Mm. can't go in there and be a distraction to the team. You cannot. Good point. If you're a distraction to the team with those situations, you're going to end up being cut again, or you're going to end up being, you know, we're going to go through this whole ordeal all over again. You know, with Colin Kaepernick, I, I believe, you know, the X's and O's, he's fine with. Yeah. He was great. He, he received a settlement from the NFL. That's already been known. No one knows the amount, but he, he received a settlement from the NFL. He got his money. He's got yeah, his it's, back. Yeah, you're right. It's, it's not money. So, you know, it has nothing so to do with cash. Money. He's got movie yeah, deals yeah. and Netflix specials and all that. He's yeah. got his papers. So. So, so now, so now you, you, you're sending this mixed message. You said you wanted to, you wanted to pose the man. You, you wanted to, you know, kneel for that because of police brutality. They ostracized you in that whole situation. You called the NFL a plantation. You called them, you know, you racist sure and all this other yeah. thing. And now you want to go back and get a check. Now you want to go back to them and go get a, get, get a paycheck from the same people that you were calling racist and said they were a plantation. That sends a mixed message. Yeah. No, I, I agree you with know. you 100 percent. I'm 100 percent. You know, because- and I don't. Yeah. And I don't know. I don't know where he falls in that. I don't know where. Can you go in and make change from inner intertwined be by being the quarterback? Yeah, I think you can. You can make some 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 political notions, but it's not as powerful as you've done what you've done so far. His and time I think is almost that passed. Yeah, that tarnishes yeah. your legacy because who you are. Because like I said, I, and I'm not saying he's Jim Brown, but he's 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 falls in that Jim Brown like legacy of saying, hey, he fought against the system. He 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 rolled what he believed in all the way out of the league, and that's yeah. fine because he's you know financially he's not hurting so. That was fine. He did what he did, and his legacy lives on. We will talk about Colin Kaepernick ten years from now. With that, I yes. think if he goes back yeah. to the league, we don't talk about him no more. It's like, oh man, he went back to the same people that said that he did that, that he was accused and he did all those things. You know, he was he's being hypocritical in in in, in his actions. If that makes sense, very that's, hypocritical. Yeah, what you said yeah, before yeah. that. You know, and that's that's yeah. not a good look, right? At, no. at all. If he if he's trying to make a point, if he's trying to set a precedence for things going on. So uh, I, I think he will get back into the league before it's all said and done, to be honest with you. I, I don't know if now is the time, but I, I think before it's all said and done, he will get, he'll get offered a spot. I don't know if he'll get offered the spot he wants, the starting role. I, I think he'll get offered a spot on a team. I, I think Carroll will be the one who will say, come on, come on through. We'll, we'll work it out. We'll do what you need to do. If you feel the need to, to, to kneel during the national anthem, go ahead and do that. I think Carroll is the kind of coach that will will, will fall into that 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 likeness form, right? But uh-huh. I just I – just, yeah, I mean, it's going to be tough, to, be tough to look at him with the same type of um, – I'm not going to say no reverence is definitely the wrong word, but just the same type of impact that he's had up to this point. He's doing more now on the sidelines, again, putting out his little Netflix specials and putting out and doing all the other things that he's doing behind the scenes from Mm -hmm. from a social conscious perspective. Now he's going to go out here and he's going to get hooked up with a team. And we, we thought 
same different stories, but we thought Cam Newton was going to be major when he came back, right? And and he just wasn't, and and they just fizzled away. Well, I'm not worried about the play. The play part doesn't even bother me much. I mean, you're either going to be successful. Well, you got to think about both. You got to think about both of them, though. I think you got to think worry about both aspects. But I, I think I see where you're going with it. Well, but but, but see, but, but Cam doesn't have a really social impact. Cam is kind of just like I, we admire him because he's an athlete. Hmm. Colin Kaepernick, we admired him as an athlete, but now we admire him as a, kind of a, a person that that's has some say in in civil rights and in public, in the in the fight against police brutality mm-hmm. and in in standing up to the conglomerate of a billionaires and and, and 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 really having a social impact with his voice and his actions. I don't look at Cam that way. Cam didn't do anything. That's to be dressed funny. Pretty much about it. But I mean, I mean, we know Colin Kaepernick has done some some really powerful things from a standpoint from him just being him. Yeah. You know, you know, I so I don't I I really I really it's it's just very contradictory what he's saying. Like before when you were in the mix and you were in the middle and you were going against them, you were like, you know, hey shine this, you know, they're slaves, they're the plantation, they use us, they do all these things for us. Even in his Netflix show, he shows where they measure you for the um the combine, how they do you yeah, yeah as like I said, yeah. he's a modern James Brown, yeah. How they do you and how they how they which kind of how they did to the slaves, how they right. analyze their bodies and measurements and all that stuff. Now you're going to go back to the people and collect the check from the same people that you were just calling them. Yeah. And they treated you that way, right? Remember when he took a meal, those owners were against him. They, Jerry Jones and them were very outspoken about how they felt about Colin Kaepernick all of them. and how he, he should be a part of the league and all this stuff. All of them, so yeah. the, the fact that you're going to go back and go get a, and collect a check from them if you do make a team, it it just impacts his legacy, man. I know he has a burden heart to still want to play, and he didn't leave, th- leave things the way he wanted to, but I think you made more of a mark on this world, you know, by the things you did than just playing football. You know, he you really made your legacy, man, by making standing up. To 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 everybody, yeah. and, and and really bringing awareness to these things, and now, now that it's kind of happens an awareness, and that's kind of took a legs on its own with Black Lives Matters and all the things, and the unfortunate things that happened to George Floyd, you know, Floyd and all those things, and all those people, and it's it's a real awareness about those things now, and now you're getting ready to go back and kind of go collect a check from them, man. It's, it's not, I don't, it's just, it doesn't sit well with me, unfortunately. No, and maybe no, it's just me. I don't know. No, maybe it'll, everybody look over it. I'm just, I'm, I'm just speaking my, my truth, what I see out of it. Oh, wait a minute. So you, you just went down a whole nother path because we are a forgiving society. Yeah. <laughs> America is when, a forgiving society. Right. Yeah. Yeah. If he's winning, people mm-hmm. will forget quick. Yeah. They will forget quick. Seattle fans will go crazy. They'll be rocking the dome and doing all that things if he wins. But I don't care if you win or not. I'm talking about, his, me from seeing his legacy from where he came from to where he's at now to how, you know, Spike Lee wanted to do a movie about him and all these other different yeah. things about what, the situation he went through to say, now I'm going to go get a check from the same people that supposedly oppressed me or supposedly put me in a bad situation. Um, I'm going to go back to those same people and, 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 and do that. Crazy. I have a problem with that because that sends a mixed message not only to to me and I'm an adult. I, I can only imagine what kind of mixed message that sends to kids that to are going to Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I agree with that 100. Yeah. percent I agree with that 100. Uh, percent Mel is talking about yeah, you know, if he isn't going to start, why bring him on to let him be the drama and disagree? Mm-hmm. No team wants that. Yeah, the, the distraction again. Yeah, and I'm I'm just bringing it up to be like y'all 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 don't y'all don't attack me. I told it. I'm 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 here being the Felix to the Unger. I may have just dated myself with with, with, with that statement, right? I, I'm I'm here, you know, just to be the 
the instigator of the conversation, man. Ah, oh, let's see. Football is about money, not social impact. Hold on. This is, let me read this twice. Unfortunately, I think he can make a bigger impact outside of the NFL unless they start to listen to him and make a change. Man, that right there is completely that's hard. Point. That's it right yeah, there. Yeah, that's hard right there. That's yeah, it that's, right that's there. Good, wow. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I and and let's be honest, NFL is not listening. They can care less. They can care less about Colin Kaepernick. Yeah, they can care less about Colin Kaepernick and his calls. They can care less about that. Um, they can care. They all they want to do is make this money off the Super Bowl and these games on TV. You know, we forget at the end of the day, they're all about those owners and those guys are all about business. We're the mm-hmm. only ones that you know, fans are the only ones that care. Mm-hmm. That's true. I agree. Yeah. Fanatics, right? Short for fan. We're, we're, we're um, you know, we're the ones that care about it. Tony yeah. found that story that he was talking about about the African American uh, who what what was it? Tried to basketball, right? Yeah, try in, in women's basketball. Yeah, so found the name Kai Alams, and apparently in 2014 said he had attempted suicide after ESPN came out with a story. I'm gonna do some research on that, man. Thanks for for finding that. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm gonna do some research on that. Maybe we'll talk about that next week as well. So today's let's wrap story. Up with Deshaun, Deshaun Watson. Let's, let's wrap up with Deshaun Watson. Okay. Well, you, now you're rushing me off the off the show. Which you, you guys? <laughs> okay. Yeah, you got places to go, right? I ain't mad at you. No, no. Yeah. Oh. Sean Watson. Yes. All charges have been dropped. There is uh, nobody else looking for you that we know of. Uh, all, all of the allegations, all of the situations with all of the uh, issues happening with you with the. Uh, situations in, in Texas are, are gone. Your your record has been, I'm going to say it's expunged. Okay, well, now you're being moved. You've been traded to Cleveland. Them Browns got you now. Where, where, where's uh, where's old boy going now? Who's, who was the, the quarterback for the Browns? Baker, Baker, Baker Mayfield. Baker, Baker. No, no, no more commercials of you and your wife in the, in the, <laughs> in the stadium, right? You know, they, they done kicked you to the curb. What do you think about this right here, and I'm asking the folks in the audience as well, right? So now Deshaun Watson's been kind of cleared and, and there are no charges pending against him for all of the rape allegations and sexual misconduct allegations. He's been given another shot at another uh, franchise uh, who did not, too, who didn't do too bad, right? Last, last season, uh, did, didn't do too bad. And a lot of coaches, a lot of players are saying, you know, Deshaun is still a, a Good man when it comes between the lines, uh, can out there can actually run a football team and, and can actually produce and be our starting quarterback. And now he's got this opportunity in Cleveland. Talk to me, brother. Um. Well, I mean, he's clear to the criminal. He's not clear to the civil. Go he's ahead now. Talk about that. Break, break <laughs> that. <down. laughs> he's he's still have the civil coming coming at him this way. And I, I, I truly believe. I think this is a um, um, dropping the ball. I really do. I think um, it. I, I said from day one, the Texans knew about this situation with oh, Deshaun. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The Texans knew. And I think the Texans should be liable and accountable since they didn't know. Let's talk about the law a little bit. Mm-hmm. If me and you were in a car and I committed a crime, you're going to be in charge of that crime as well. That's true. That's true. Because you knew, especially if you knew about it, you won't be in charge with a crime that you didn't, you didn't stop me. Texas had a situation to stop him doing whatever he was doing with these women. They gave they gave him a massage table. They gave him a massage table. The Texas organization gave him one 
for him to use in, the, in all these situations. And people always want to kind of just look the other way. The Texans are liable. And I think, and me personally, I'll speak on record. And I don't care what the Texans made this situation go away because I think people are going to start digging in knowing that they were liable as well. I believe the organization made they made made some of this situation go away, mm-hmm. in my opinion. No, I, so, I, I look, there's there's 22 of these cases that, uh, so that's why I got this hi- highlighted too. There's 22 yeah, yeah. instances that we know of. There's no way in the world, no way in the world, you're going to tell me that all of a sudden 22 women were wrong yeah. in a situation like this. Right. All I, the way. That's, that's, 22, know, that that's 22 accusations too many. Right? Yeah. yeah. That's too many. That's too many. So I, I think the Texans and their front office and their people made some of this situation go away the way they were to make it go away. I think Deshaun will be held on for civil money. Doesn't make doesn't fix anything, but I hope it helps and it helps the victims in whatever way it can help them out. Yeah, I agree. I, you know, I, but I, but but Deshaun Deshaun on the football field is going to be perfectly fine. That's not even a question. He'll be okay. He'll get it right. He'll be in Cleveland. That's okay. I just have a problem. I have the problem with. It's the cover-up. Let's call it what it is, the cover-up. I, I have a problem with the cover-up. Oh. You know? <laughs> Got you with the okie-doke over here. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, 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 you just, yeah, yeah, there's 22 women that charge you with a sexual... And, 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 and I'm going to be perfectly honest. I don't know if Deshaun was fully guilty of all the crime charges. I don't know what, what he did or how it was. I, 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 I was still in his kind of corner. I was kind of trying to figure out because we never heard none of the details. Right. Except that he, he, he properly touched someone improperly. I know that one. Mm-hmm. But I didn't really hear the details. So I was like, okay, he's going to fight in the court. Maybe, you know, maybe it was, you know, whatever he did, but I don't know if it was to the extreme where he was raping somebody and he did that. So I was kind of still in this corner rooting for him. But I'm going to tell you right now, now that this situation has been expunged and gone away, I want to know about the cover-up. Because somebody's covering <laughs> up the Sean's situation in his, in his ways that he's doing. You know what I mean? And with that being a cover-up, what do they have to gain by covering this, this situation of making it go away? Or how many other times has this happened with other players that that Houston is covering up? Right, that that's yes. I think that's where the underlying thing is. I, I think it's be honest with you, I think it's bigger than Deshaun Watson. To be honest, with yeah, you. absolutely. Right, you hit the right thing. I, I, right I think there. I think this goes even higher up the ranks. I, again, not I'm not making assumptions. I'm not saying anything, but but just it just it it, it looks like a pig. Or what a quacks like a duck. What all all those statements that you want to make? I think this goes higher up the organization, just in terms of possible maybe emails that have been exchanged or photos and videos. Right? You just don't. They just don't want this smoke right here. They they don't want this opened up and and the light shine on on the Texans organization. So yes. what what's yeah. easiest to do at this point? We're gonna let you go over here, and we're gonna go ahead and and. and move on from this you you have yep. all of that all the other cases all the charges from from a criminal perspective are gone Deshaun, you're gonna to have to deal with those civil card charges and all you got enough money in your bank account and you can probably deal with that but that's from a houston mind perspective that's on y'all now right that, that's that's right so, that, that's exactly how i see it. it's I, crazy I, 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 look tony so i didn't say it but tony's talking about owner right I, I was thinking about what's the dude's name from from the patriots um Oh, Kraft, Robert Kraft. Kraft, right? Remember, remember the whole Kraft situation, right? I mean, that that conveniently got got washed away and pushed under the rug. Look, I mean, look, that was just bad news. Come on, Robert Kraft, you can't be, you can't be doing but, that. This is a little, this one, this one hits a little bit different. Let's be, let's let's just keep it one one hundred. Um, African American male, successful athlete, charged with twenty two cases of sexual assault or possible rape or sexual sexual misconduct. Right, you know. I saw, at least with the stuff that was coming out when it was really hot, 
the sexual misconduct. Obviously, mm-hmm. he was touching on women inappropriately, you know. Um, but like I said, down the line, in these situations, the NFL and those organizations, especially on their high-profile athletes, they know everything that you are into before you into it. <laughs> they know what you're getting into yeah. when you get to it. Now, you can't tell me that after the one, the two, the three, or the four, you know, allegations or situations, they didn't know about Deshaun's behavior or what was going on. They knew. They know. And I, and I hate to say it, but they they know. And with that being said, if you let it continue to go on to 22, maybe even more, and you did nothing about it, you are liable. You are liable in that situation. You let this person commit crimes knowing that without having any interference to stop him. You know, you let him go ahead and do do these things. So I think, like you said, there's, there's some digging in there. They know in that organization that, hey, eventually somebody's going to come out and say, hold on. We didn't know he was doing this. So we had we had some information that he possibly could be doing this, and we never said anything. When when those allegations come out about the organization, then there's a bigger problem because now those 22 women can sue that organization they for more sue. money than the shot can even think about. Exactly. Yeah. And, and I think that's still going to happen, unfortunately. Well, fortunately, I would say that's still going to happen. Shouts out to you. We see JP High Tech is in the building. Thanks for joining us, Serge. Coming in here late in the day, but uh, we appreciate you, sir. But I think yeah. that this is not over. I, I, it was silence. It was squelched for a minute. But it's gonna be silent still. Somebody, somebody's hands got cleaned and washed, bro. This is gonna. That's <laughs> as far as what we know. <clears throat> what we know, and what they're gonna let them release to the media. It's it's it, those twenty-two settlements for some dropping the criminal charges. Somebody got that covered up. That's covered. That's gone. That's going to be. Somebody already, somebody already got paid. Somebody already got paid. The court of law already said that's not going to work. That's not going to happen. Now, the civil suits won't hear about them because that's got to come out of Deshaun's part. Right, right, right. But what I'm saying, there's a cover up here, man, and I, they, people don't want to say it. They don't want to talk about it. They don't want to acknowledge it. But you can't tell me that they didn't know about what's going on and they did, that they didn't have a responsibility to stop the, this person's actions as an organization. They did. They did. That's like, and I'll use myself for example. That's like me being at work and they know I touched all these women, but HR doesn't do anything. Mm, mm, mm. Come on. You know what happened to my company? You know what happened to my company? They would get sued and everybody else in the world would get sued and everybody get fired. That's true. That's true. Hey. So th- this hey. is no different from that world. Oh, <laughs> thank you, man. Doug <laughs> so Stanley says that Montel's a smart dude. So, hey, you uh, you got a fa- you, you dropping it dropping like it's hot tonight, uh, brother. Really, <laughs> I, appreciate, I, I appreciate that. I just I'm not going to fall for the okie doke on this one, man. I, yeah. I, there's obviously a cover-up with the Deshaun Washington situation. And I wish him the best, man. Like I said, I was rooting for him when these cases came up. You know, I think, you know, someone... You were, right? You know what? Let's, yeah, let's yeah. go and talk about that, right? Because, I mean, yeah. you at, at the beginning, you were you were saying, man, let's let's wait till we get all yeah. the information out. Let, let's go ahead yeah, and I, I was, innocent I was, until proof. Because I, I believe in his situation and where he's at. Mm-hmm. He is a target. He's a right. target for people to try to get money and, and get involved in these situations. Now, um, did he do some improper things? I, I believe so. I think he t- he probably touched grabbed some woman's buttocks unwarranted yeah. and unwarranted. Like yeah. most young, like yeah, most yeah, young everybody's guys dirty in the situation. There, there's a lot yeah, of dirt yeah, in yeah. the situation, true. Yeah, yeah. I, I think he's done that, and I think that was unwarranted, but I also think the moments that were there, those were Texas opportunity to do teachable moments, right? If he grabs mm-hmm. someone improper inappropriately, why did the Texas say, Hey, you know what, Deshaun, you can't do that now? You you're a superstar face of the organization quarterback. You cannot do that because they're gonna come after you about money and they're gonna sue you. No one's no one no one no one's talked about that part of it. No one said anything like that because it's two sides of the corner story. There's athletes that do assault people, and there's athletes that are targeted by women to be assaulted 
and other people to that's get money true. out of them. Brother, that's truth yeah. right there. Yes, sir. I was going with the latter side. I'm like, well, maybe he's being the target, what the situation is. I, but, I, but I'm not excusing him from some of the things he did. I do. I, let's say it was documented that he improperly touched some of these women. He did. He groped them. That's mm -hmm. what they said. He groped them. That that right there is a bad thing. But those are teachable moments they could have corrected at number one, two, three, four, and five. They could have corrected about it before it got to twenty two. Before twenty two. So now, yeah. now that he's so now he's with a new organization. Now he's signed to multi more multi millions. He's got some more folks around him. He's probably bringing his core group with him though, right? He's got his people. Mm -hmm. Wouldn't it make sense? And we've talked about this before with the younger athletes, right? Folks coming from college. Should, shouldn't there now be some support, some people around him? To say, Deshaun, let's let's make sure you don't get caught up in in none of this madness again. Do, do you need some assistance? Do you need some help? Whatever the case may be, right? Wouldn't it make sense for the NFL as an organization, Cleveland Browns as a team, mm -hmm. to say we're gonna we're gonna surround you with, with just some different types of dudes, some some different folks to just make sure that you. And I, you know what? As, as I'm saying that, I'm even wondering if that even makes sense. Why right? should he should be more? No, I, I hear what you, I hear but, you but you know what I'm saying. Just to, to protect him from himself or whatever, but he should be more responsible for his actions as well. As, as I'm saying that, I'm kind of thinking that as well. Yeah, right? He well, needs well, to be responsible I mean, for his I, actions. No, fact, I, read, I read the article that the Cleveland Browns did a really <laughs> thorough investigation before they made the trade for him. They 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 asked a lot of questions. They did their due diligence. No massages from outside sources. Yeah, Come on, yeah. brother. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> they, they did the they did due diligence about him. They did the due diligence about him before bringing him, making the trade for the trigger. I believe the NFL and Cleveland Browns don't have a vested interest in protecting Deshaun, except on the football field. They mm -hmm. don't care about what he does in his personal life. I think Deshaun, as a, as a young man, needs to learn from his lessons and understand, hey, what I did was was wrong, regardless of what I think about a person. It was wrong, and I need to figure out a different way to go about doing it. You know, um, I need to figure out that I can't put myself in that situation as a young successful man, nor to be a target or be a victim. Can't do, can't be, can't be a victim or be an aggressor or be a, or be or be a target. Yeah. Um, what I mean, he can't be any of those things. He needs to figure out where I can do good. You know, I can be good. I can't put myself in that situation again because these allegations are going to follow him no matter where he goes. Even though he's been exonerated, we're still talking about it. True. These are always going to follow him no matter where he goes in this part of life. Football winning will trump a little of it and, 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 and put a little bit of smoke over it, but it doesn't It doesn't negate what he's done. It doesn't negate the fact that with the situation he's in, it doesn't negate the fact that he needs to change his behavior. Whether you broke the woman or not, being funny, being whatever, being whatever your situation, at this point, homeboy, in your life, you know that's wrong. You can't do that. If a woman's not warranted for you to do that, you cannot do that. So he needs to figure that out. He needs to definitely figure that out. Hopefully he has a team of family members or people around him that's going right. to be able to let him know what's going on. You can't do that and keep him out of bad situations. You know, don't, don't be in those situations anymore and he'll be, and he should be fine. But, you know, he, he's, he's a young man that said, he's in a difficult situation in a state of mind. And I'll let us go after this. The reason why I say he's in a difficult state of mind, it's, it's, it's gotta be hard for me to understand what, what people want from him. You know, if this is this woman mm. being attracted to me, coming on to me, being that because she really likes me, or does she just want to get something from me because I'm Sean Watson and I'm rich? And I know I don't want to paint every woman like that because every woman is not like that, but there are women like that, and we always excuse that. You know what I mean? There's always there's always women, there's women like I have enjoyed supporting the Cleveland Browns, but screw that, I'm done. I hear you, Melanie. I'm not mad at you at all. Um, because I believe there should have been a situation where they needed to correct this whole thing going on. So, um, 
I don't know, man. Like I said, I hope he's learned his lesson. I don't mind giving him a second chance. But I, you know, but I do honestly, man. I wish I knew more of what was going on. Right. I wish I had. We, we, had know, we never will. From those twenty-two women to say, "Hey, did this dude really? Was he really a predator, or was he just a guy that you know uh, he just made some some very immature mistakes on women, and that they're trying to get him for money? I, we'll, we, we will never know. I'm assuming that he did some things that was inappropriate because the people cover it up. That means they got some dirt on. Them. So mm-hmm. let's. I'm gonna I'm go with the darker side. Yeah. I think he did some appropriate, some inappropriate things. They covered it up and they got him out of there. So, Melanie, I fully support you not supporting the Browns. I'm not a, you know, I'm 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 slowly but surely not becoming a fan of Deshaun Watson. Not because of his football play, but just because of his off the field behavior. Exactly. That's exactly. the boy. You 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 hitting him tonight, man. Oh, and in other news, yes, you know, Matt Ryan has left Atlanta. He is now in Indianapolis. Shouts out to I think they got a decent man there. Uh, Tony is saying it started with Robert Kraft. Yeah. Um, his second chance publicly is probably more like his fifth chance. That's truth, right? We we just wow, know yeah. what we know. That's true. Because it was reported. <laughs> and look, yeah, we, yeah, we, that's true. Dirt is dirt, and not all of it gets hey. reported. So unfortunately, this that is what what this is. We will continue to watch this and see what's going on. Yeah, look, I had never been a personally, I'd never been a Deshaun fan. I've never been a Browns fan, but it, it's it's beyond that, right? Because again, we're we're talking about how this affects him, how it affects the team, how it affects these twenty-two women and these allegations. Some are true, some are false, but again, we will never know the extent of it. Um, let, let's just hope. Let, let's just hope, man. It, it just there's not twenty-three that comes out. It, I, right, I, we, I, we, I pray it's not twenty-three, and I and I pray, I pray, man. Like I said, I hope I hope the Cleveland Browns hold him accountable for his actions, man. And what I mean by that, I hope. I hope they make him do public announcements. I hope he he needs to go talk to victims that have been, mm. you know, been in these situations, and um, so he can understand the other side. You yeah. know, let's 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 remove the money parts like Deshaun. Go talk to these women that have been victim of sexual crimes and see where they feel and why they feel that the, your your inappropriate groping was un, you know was was inappropriate. Why? How it makes them feel? How it degrades them? How it does all these different things? So he can get a different perspective. I, I truly believe, like I said, man, when you when you're that young, and the world is at your hands, you think you can do anything. You you think you're invincible, right? You know, we 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 went through an extreme situation with Ben Roethlisberger. We never talk mm. about it. He raped mm. someone. He raped yeah. a woman in the, in the restaurant. Yeah. Back in the day, he raped her, and they they made it go away because he's a great football player. You know, mm-hmm. but we, we can't ignore that. We can't ignore. It. But he didn't. You know that that was that was something that was extreme that they that, that happened. And they somehow covered it up and made this thing. I hope Deshaun doesn't get to that point nowhere near it. I hope they make him correct his behavior and hope they make him address his behavior. Maybe that'll make us feel more empathetic, you know, empathetic to the situation or maybe understand where he's coming from. And maybe not. Maybe it's going to be like, you know, this dude's a jerk. He's an asshole. Let's call it what it is. I don't know. We don't know. But the fact of the matter that it's a cover up is the part that disturbs me because, man, that sends a mixed message. You know, there's no correctable behavior at that point. You know, he thinks he can. Let's be honest with you. If you think you can get away with something, you do it till you get mm, caught. Right. Oh, they had me on twenty-two charges, and I still got off. Oh well, I can still do the same behavior again, man. Behavior—that's a pattern, brother, man. And, they, and people can tend to keep repeating patterns if they can get away with it. So I don't know, man. I mean, like I said, uh, I, I don't like to cover up. Um, I hope uh, you know. I wish every man well. You know, I hope it's this new. This is a new outlook on him. A new, a new beginning for him to, to kind of get everything right. 
But like you said, I'll pray there's never a number 23. There shouldn't be a 23rd victim or anything else. Agree, one hundred percent. Listen, man, we we came with it tonight. You you was dropping it, man. You was uh, you was telling folks what what it was all about. So appreciate that. Appreciate folks in the comments. Look, we gonna we gonna let you uh, have your evening back. Uh, I saw the comments that are still coming through. Let let's let's hold those until next time for sure to have the dialogue. But man, if you if you enjoyed anything that we talked about, oh hold on, look at your framing, brother. You are not in frame correctly let me let me get your head in man subscribe to the channel i need to update this too now that we've got the the official team no sleep youtube page we need to get some more subscribers of that because again once we get up to 100 on that particular channel we can have a custom url but yeah this is the first show that we are screaming live to not just Hicks new media channels but also to team no sleep as well we have broken this off I was told to probably do that by a mentor of mine. Shouts out to you, MDH. Things in action here, doing what you tell me to do. So do that, folks. I will put the, the link in the description so you can join us on the Team No Sleep channel as well. Montel, take us out of here, brother. You you, you brought the show today, so I'm, I'm going to let you. You got me. I'm sweating up in here. I got all the fans going, you know, but nah, you man, I, sweating. I, I, it's all right. I, I appreciate all the comments, man. I just like, I hope you guys continue to watch us and support us because I think, like you said, like James always says, we're kind of bringing content at a different, at a, on, from a different angle. And I can only speak my truth. So I'm telling my truth. Um, and I, I'm glad, I'm, I'm honored that people even like it and think and, and think highly of me. I really do appreciate it, man. But, you know, stay 10 toes down, man. Say your prayers, eat your vitamins, bro. And we'll see you next week. We out, y'all.